Welcome to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metzen. We hope everybody is uh, paying attention to their New Year's resolutions, at least trying to keep track of most of them. We've got a great show tonight uh, with two women I've known for years, part of the artistic community in the Twin Cities uh, for a while, and uh, they've been involved with a very contentious fight with the Line 3 Tar Sands Pipeline. They are currently in the process of raising some money as the handful of them were arrested this summer and thrown in jail in Wadena, Minnesota uh, by the local authorities. And uh, we're going to talk about the uh, efforts on behalf of stopping the, uh, the pipeline, what they need to do to raise some money to pay for their lawyers' fees, and we have the real pleasure of having a worldwide debut tonight of the old gospel song, Down to the River to Pray, by the reunited woman who cook. We have on the line first the woman who was arrested this summer, who is also the prime mover of putting the women who cook together 30 years ago, Miss Marion Moore. Marion, Great chatting with you. We haven't uh, talked in years. Tell us first about the issue, why the song is being released, and then we're going to go back into the uh, great history of Woman Who Cook. Great. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me, Paul. I've been involved in the fight against Line 3, uh, I would say, rather peripherally since the beginning, about seven years ago, when this very bad idea came to the Public Utilities Commission. Um, and all of those um, good, um, reasonable thinking uh, was ignored by our regulatory process. And so in late November of 2020, in the midst of a global pandemic, Enbridge started to do its laying of 330 miles of pipeline across treaty territory and the pristine waters, over 22 river crossings, hundreds of wetlands and lakes, wild rice, um, wild rice beds. And um, so that started in late November. I started going up there at that time and um, beginning with Aiken County and on December 14th, 2020, along with 21 other water protectors, I was arrested and put in jail for 24 hours um, for merely trying to pay attention, to have people pay attention and to where all other methods had failed to get this pipeline stopped. We were not successful in stopping the pipeline, but we were very successful through the indigenous leadership of this movement of educating a lot of Minnesotans and all around the world about treaty rights, about climate, and about protecting the water. And, I will, and, along, and along with you in that cell 
was a woman who's been at the forefront of this and so many other issues, which she so powerfully leads. Uh, Minnesota's number one water protector, the great Winona LaDuke. Yeah, so Winona actually wasn't with me in the first uh, jail. She she was arrested uh, later. We were both charged after the fact on a January 9th uh, ceremony at the one of the crossings. Um, but she then, with Barb Whiff and five other women, were arrested last summer in July, and that's where they had to spend a couple of days in jail in Wadena. Um, but I want to tell you, Paul, because you'd appreciate this as a musician, those of us who have songs going around in our heads all the time. All um, the time. It was in late November 2020 when we were trying, Winona and I were like having conversations, okay, how do we organize this to get people to show up, right, in this obscure uh-huh. northern Minnesota region? And so we're like, okay, you know, how about 10 o'clock every morning we're going to be down in the river praying, down to the river to pray. At the Mississippi <laughs> River, there was a major crossing, which was one of the first things uh, Enbridge tried to do to get that out of the way before people caught on. Sure. So then I'm literally taking a bath, Paul, and I'm like, down to the ri- oh, down to the river to pray. That needs to be our anthem. And so um, when I got arrested, I was singing that song in Two Below, in December 2020, and in fact, you'll appreciate this, uh, when the um, all of the discovery file came from my lawyer, there were yeah. body cams from cops of us all singing down in the river to pray. So then Winona, when she was in jail, started singing it, and Barb can tell you more about that story. I uh, The song, the old gospel tune, I did a little research. It actually goes back to 1867. It's one of the most beautiful melodies uh, ever written. And the lyrics that I had the privilege to listen to, that we will be doing a worldwide debut tonight at the end of the show on the Wall and Power Radio Hour, is just fantastic. I love all the karmic connections here right. with the river, with water, with baptism, bathing in the river. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 such a spiritual element to the whole thing. Who actually right. rewrote the lyrics to the song? I would say it was a collaborative effort. Um, uh, they, in, when they were in jail in Wadena, they started. They, Barb has a great story about the jailer there, and I'll let her tell that story. But um, then uh, we were just in the last week or so on a Google Doc, like you know. Adding, adding this, changing it in this way and that way. And I love what you bring up about the water and that, you know, because one of the rallying cries of this movement is that water is sacred and water is life. And I think this song does embody that beautifully. But instead of um, uh, a Christian uh, allusions, we, it's more the uh, studying Anishinaabe way and, um, you know, Stop that pipeline now. Stop the black snake now. Well, it's it's a psalm to, to God and the gods, and it's such a... Uh, I can't wait to hear it. We're actually... Uh, I'm going to hear it for the first time uh, at the end of the show. But now what I love about it, Marion, you know, you and I have known each other for years, and you've been... We uh, can even say decades, hope- Paul. <laughs> 
And you hosted a great show on KTC called Nighttime's Variety, or you produced it, I believe. I think. Uh, yeah, uh, I Ms. produced Barber it with Kathy Riley, and you were on it with Cats and the Star, Cats Under the Stars. Was that what it called? Yes, that's correct. And you also had boy, if people can go back and find some of the stuff, you had Leo Kotke on, and, and yeah. Rio Nito, and Michael Johnson. Uh, yeah. Willie Murphy, I believe, Peter Ostruscio. Yeah. It's a beautiful we time had everybody. capsule. You it had was everybody 83 because- shows over three years from 1980 to 83. And um, I think it was way before its time. In all modesty it- and humility, I would say. Well, and, in, and in 1982, um, we can count 40 years ago, um, one of the things we did was we would in order to sort of present local and regional musicians in different ways, we would have theme shows. And Prudence Johnson and I were meeting at Pumpernick's to talk about that on the West Bank. I remember it clearly. And we decided we needed to do an all-woman show with all women musicians, instrumentalists, singers, etc. And in April 1982, we did that for the first time. And then we did a big Guthrie sold-out show in the following October. And then um, in 1988, we ended up, uh, this was my, actually my dad's big idea, but um, going to what was then the Soviet Union for the Soviet peace tour. Wow. So when Barb Wyth called me up and said, you know, I really want to make a recording of Down in the River to Pray, I was like, oh, well, let me bring some of my favorite singers in the world who will be very <laughs> enthusiastic to join. I would have gotten a dozen of them, but for COVID. So I just um, invited Mary Jane Alm and Prudence and Gerilyn Steele. And, you know, these are women who have spent thousands of hours singing together. And it was so just, I wrote them a text this morning, how much last night it filled my heart to have them there with their gifts and um Winona was there and Barb was there and we all got to sing as a choir and they got to sing their parts and this is one of the beautiful things about this movement is that it's holistic and it's culturally oriented and it's spiritually grounded and um, inclusive so last night was a beautiful embodiment of that I, I posted on Facebook this morning Paul that water protection happens in a lot of venues even at Winterland Studios well, what I loved, you just mentioned the uh, vocalists on this project, all friends of mine, all A-list. When I went back to look at the documentary from your tour to the Soviet Union, I noticed my hero playing piano, of course, is not with us anymore, but with us in spirit. And I know she would have been there had she been with us to mm-hmm. call her. But Jeannie Peterson, the mm-hmm. matriarch of the Minnesota music community played keyboards mm-hmm. in that group. Who were the yeah, other members she was back in her then? 60s. She was in her oh, 60s yeah. during the Soviet tour, and we thought she was so old, and now we're all in our 60s. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. I, I love Jeannie. I went to her 90th birthday party at the Old Log Theater, and we got to be really good friends over the years. And, of course, I know nice. the whole family. And I remember yeah. I, had, I had a phone call. Somebody called me and said, hey, I need a piano player at the Ivy Hotel for a really she-she 
uh, expensive wedding reception and I need the best keyboard player in town. And I said, I've got her. So I'll call her. Uh-huh. So I call Jeannie. And I said, Jeannie, there's this great gig. It pays really well. You just only have to play for an hour in the middle of the afternoon. And I gave her the details. And she said, Paul, now remember, she was 85 years old. She goes, yeah. Paul, I'd love to, but I have three gigs that day. Yeah, she showed the way, and to that end, to that point, Mary Jane and Prudence and Jerilyn, two of whom are grandmothers and, um, you know, all in our 60s, like, just were singing. I mean, it's so extraordinary to work with people who just have it, know it, and, and... because they've worked together so often, just blend so beautifully, and everybody gets to do what they do best. Well, one of I, I tell people all the time, one of my favorite things in the world is lifer musicians, because if mm, you practice yeah. your art and you do the work, you only right. get better in time. Andre Segovia played until he was 94 years old. Oh, <laughs> You know, awesome. so we still have 30 years left. Hun, I can't. Uh, I can't wait to hear the song. But tell us a little bit more about the Soviet Union tour. What was that like? How long did it take? How many shows did you do? Yeah, thank you for asking. I haven't talked about that for years. But um, it was actually thanks to another musician in Minneapolis, Larry Long. I called him up because I know knew he had been, and so he hooked me up with some filmmakers that had had liaison with a producer in the Soviet Union. So this was right in the beginning of Glasnost. This was the very first music production that was not state-sponsored. And it was this very, I think he was a little bit shady, a guy named Valier, who was the (laughs) producer. And And we did all the fundraising here. We did a big concert. We did a jingle for Lunds. Um, and raised the, I think, $80,000 it took to bring 33 people. So it was 13 women for the, wow. that were at the band, uh, many of their spouses. Uh, the bass player brought five of her six children. Um, it was, and then we had some, you know, John Bream from the Star Tribune was there, and Debbie Bull covering it for the Pioneer Press. And anyway, we had quite a retinue. And um, stayed at a big state-owned hotel, the Rossia, I think, right by Red Square. And we did concerts in the green, I guess, Zilioni Park. It was an amphitheater in the sort of whatever the Central Park is in Moscow. And, you know, Greg Iman and Joe Demko, the sound guys, were working with equipment that was a little bit challenging. But um, And then we went down to Sochi, which is on the Black Sea. We all know about it now because of the Olympics, but there was no Olympics there. Stayed in a roach-infested hotel. A lot of the women had never been out of the States, much less in some obscure Black Sea resort town in Russia. Did a concert on the beach there, and then um, did they had a stadium. It looked like it was, anyway, a, a stadium and half of a stadium. They were several thousand people there and after everybody sang somebody would race up to the stage with an armful of flowers and they fantastic especially went wild when jerilyn Steele and gwen matthews did this sort of epic soul ballad 
I Know You So Well. I think it might even be an ABBA song. I'm not sure. Anyway, <laughs> and um, they, I think there were not many African-American people in Sochi ever, so they were just like, holy smokes. And anyway, so they just got armfuls and armfuls of flowers, and people went wild. Yeah, so when I was five months pregnant and leading this group of 33 people, (laughs) that's how I know when it was, because my son is 33 now. (laughs) Uh, Mary, we have our guest, Marion Moore, a shaker and mover in the uh, Twin Cities arts community for decades, as she would say, is with us on the line. We've got a couple minutes left before we hear a track called The Happy Medley from Women and Cook back in the day. But... Speaking about, you just mentioned the 80 grand you raised. Talk about the money you need to raise to pay your lawyers and how people can access that, uh, the web link, so they can donate to this most worthy cause. Yeah, so um, first of all, I would say at stopline3.org, you can um, find out all information that you want. Um, And I think there are donation buttons there, too, um, and Honor the Earth, um, honorearth.org, and um, yeah, there it, it's a whole complex. I'm not tapped in specifically to the fundraising for the legal at this point, oh, but got, I'm sure you can find it through those links. I've got it right here, Marion. It's uh, go to www.stopline3.org forward slash drop the charges. Great. Yeah, so this drop uh, the charges, let me just say a little moment about that, Paul. That'd be good? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm facing six charges. I have to travel up to Aiken County. I have to pay my lawyer. I have to, and then um, these are charges for hundreds and hundreds of people that came to protect the water. And Meanwhile, today is the one-year anniversary of Enbridge going down uh, and puncturing an aquifer, basically breaking the rules of their permit and not reporting. This is the um, DNR doesn't report it until June, or they don't report it to the DNR until June. The DNR doesn't make it public until September. Why isn't Enbridge facing charges? Why are hundreds of people who are protecting our resources, our sacred water, um, facing charges, and the perpetrator is running free, gets a little slap on the hand of, uh, you know, a couple million dollars. They only just supposedly plugged up the aquifer this week, a year of hundreds of thousands of gallons being, um, you know, lost from this aquifer. And let us not forget that Enbridge contributed $4.8 million to local law enforcement to run Yeah, let me tell you how that worked. They had to, because of Standing Rock, Minnesota was like, well, we don't want to end up paying for all the law enforcement that's going to be required to prevent activists from water protectors from protecting the water. So... They came up with an escrow account that the Public Utilities Commission would administer. And so, see, this means that, say, Sheriff Dan Guida from Aiken County is incentivized to spend whatever money he wants 
um, to over-police water protectors and get reimbursed. So what you have in effect is Enbridge has made a private security team out of all of the counties of Minnesota's um, law enforcement. This also is known, wrong, it is unjust, all, and it's undemocratic. Also known in the world as the fixes in. We are going to listen to a, a track from a while back from the Roman Who Cook called The Happy Medley. Marion Moore, I want to thank you for being on the Wall of Power radio show. Let us know whatever else we can do as the fight continues. I applaud all of you for being so involved and putting literally your your safety and your freedom on the line. Uh, My hat's off to all of you. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having us. Thanks for paying attention to this.
Welcome back to the last set of the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metza. We're talking to a couple of women that are powerful forces, not only in the Minnesota music community for decades, but they're also involved with the release of a great new version of Down to the River to Pray the Old Gospel Song, performed by the reunited Women Who Cook. One of the prime movers in this project is an old friend of mine, and we probably haven't chatted in 20 or 25 years, but she was on the scene, on the West Bank music scene, in the Twin Cities music scene at large when I met her for the first time, and our guest now is Miss Barb with Barb, how are you this evening? Hi, Paul. I am I'm doing great. Thanks for having us on the show. Oh, well, I'm a double Scorpio. I live in Duluth, five blocks from Lake Superior, and I grew up in northern Minnesota uh, near the Boundary Waters. I'm all about clean water, as everybody should be. Let's talk about how you got involved with this part of the fight to stop Line 3 and also the genesis of Down to the River to Pray. Well, I had been fighting to protect the water in northern Wisconsin since 2011 when they wanted to put in a 22-mile open pit mountaintop removal iron ore mine on the shores of Lake Superior. So we had quite the stand for several years, and luckily they went away. But uh, when northern Minnesota called, of course, I went out to Standing Rock, which was a whole life-changing experience, but when... Northern Minnesota called. Me too. I grew up in Minneapolis and going up to the lakes up there. And I went and camped out all summer at uh, Shell City uh, Water Protector Camp, which was Winona LaDuke. Winona LaDuke and um, White Earth Reservation. Uh, And so I was there primarily as a reporter. And I'd just like to interject this, too, for your listeners who want to know more about what is actually going on on the ground up in northern Minnesota. You're not going to find it in the Star Tribune. You have to go to the Wisconsin Citizens Media Co-op. That's WCM Co-op, C-O-O-P dot org. And we've been reporting on it on the ground since then. So uh, being out there and hanging out with Winona and they asked me, they came to me one night, the holy man, Hoka and and Winona, and said, will you come to the to the river and pray with us tomorrow? And I said, of course I will. So we chained ourselves up um, very specifically with the hope to bring this message as far as we can to get the world to understand what's happening to the headwaters of the Mississippi and all of these rivers up north. So um, we all got arrested, uh, seven of us, on the after being on the easement for about three hours, and this was quite a quite a life changing experience for me. I walked away from that whole thing, and then two and a half days in jail together, kind of a changed woman. But um, so while we were in jail, Winona, we had we were all together, the seven of us in a cell, and. One day, Winona was like, started singing this song down to what's that song down to the river to pray. What are the words to it? And we, we nobody really knew the words or the structure of the song, but we knew we wanted to like rewrite it because you got a lot of time, you know, when you're sitting there. Sure. And um, our jailer came in, 
And he handed us, he'd been watching us on the video camera, which I'm sure they all did because we were pretty funny. But he handed us the <laughs> lyrics, the original lyrics to Down in the River to Pray. And he oh, stepped back out. What? I said, bless that guy. He, yeah, he stepped outside the door and uh, and, he, and he said, this is my last two days as a jailer. I'm going to be a history teacher. But you <laughs> ladies rock and I don't care what they do to me. <laughs> so we rewrote it then. And then it was only after I got out talking to Marion um, several, I don't, well, it didn't seem like more than a couple weeks ago, but uh, time flies when, and uh, she had got arrested. And she had been singing the song Down by the River. And so when we talked about how to make this awareness, how to cross-pollinate the airwaves, uh, why not do the song, bring in uh, the women who cook, because holy smokes, are they fantastic still. Um, yeah, and right. The whole thing has been one totally magical journey from scotty miller and um sierra hill on on strings and scotty on piano and going into the studio and there's something because when we were on that easement and we were praying we had a sundance drummer and uh, singing these songs down uh, actually in the river while we were up on the easement facing these five law enforcement officers who were just standing there staring straight ahead doing nothing for three hours but that something happened in the in that vortex of an afternoon and one of the reasons they arrested us what we'd been there for like three hours they never told us to leave they never said anything to us except you're good right there i think that's the only thing they said but it was the drought of the year, everyone remembers, with no rain in sight. But we had done a prayer for rain in the morning. And we were telling them <laughs> that we had done this. We were telling the officers. And uh, sure enough, the sky clouds up. And pretty soon, it is a full-blown <laughs> thunderstorm. Lightning. And then that that's when they decided they had to arrest us. Because they oh, didn't want to stand God. in the rain. They were fine standing there. But um, they were fine making their triple time sitting on a dry shore, right? Exactly. They they were making. Enbridge was paying their salary to stand there looking over us. So, um, uh, and they, you, you know, while we were there, they heard in three hours. If you know Winona Laduke at all, they heard some of the the most precise information about climate change, about uh the regulatory processes they heard it all so um anyway they they had to call the special unit with the special tools to cut off our big big fat chain we had chained us ourselves all together <laughs> and uh and anyway so that that was that was really because people go to do and you know this people go to do actions Everybody has to have their own comfort zone, you know. And there sure. were people who wanted to go out and and chain themselves to machines. And we mm -hmm. represent when we're trying to get these charges dropped for all the 400 plus water protectors. But that, you know, that was I always am so honored to know people who can do that. I, I but so this was my way where we we weren't chained to a machine, we were chained to each other. And and we were praying and 
our whole intent is to bring this uh, to a bigger to a bigger audience. And you were, you know, really, you were actually spiritually chained to each other through this yes. uh, this point in the journey. Let, I I have been an admirer of Winona LaDuke like forever. Right. Uh, I, I, you know, she'd make, I'd look, her and Elizabeth Warren, you know, president, VP, who's ever on, you know, number one, number two, wouldn't matter to me. But tell people out there who've just heard Winona's name, what sort of a spiritual force and a presence and the intelligence she brings uh, to any situation she's involved with. Well, Winona is uh, White Earth, Anishinaabe, and she's also, um, I think, Harvard. Harvard, yeah, um, Harvard, Harvard in educated. economics, and she ran as vice president with Ralph Nader all those years ago. But her soul is this amazing combination of the Anishinaabe way, you know, co- completely connected to the earth, and and that whole uh, worldview that and and the economics of it. So for her whole push through her water protector calling as Anishinaabe, our born water protectors, she's been able to bring this brilliant economic edge to it. And even now, she's decided to become a demonstration of the new the new green economy. She's got uh, her hemp farm and the solar stuff that's going on, and she's about to buy, I think, a bottle washing plant. And in Superior, and so she really puts her money where her mouth is, honor the earth. And honestly, Paul, I mean, I bet I bet most of and I've known Winona for a long time, but still every day I stand in awe of her. She's just one of the most amazing women on the planet, and so we're in this jail cell, and some of us were like, we're in jail with, we're in jail with Winona LaDuke. <laughs> like, oh my God, she's right there, sleeping in this bunk above me. So, yeah, she's fabulous. Everyone should look her up and research her. She's just so inspiring. She she's a, a, a true visionary. Uh, we have my old friend Barb With, who is involved uh, with this great new release that you're that we're doing the worldwide debut tonight, Down to the River to Pray with the Reunited Women Who Cook. We'll hear at the end of the show. I want to remind people, if they want to, and everybody should, contribute some dollars to the uh, campaign to drop the charges and pay legal fees for these strong and brave women, go to www.stopblind3.org forward slash drop the charges. Before I forget, and remind me before we play the song, uh, how can people access the song once it's uh, been mastered? And they'll hear it tonight. Well, that... uh We'll we'll have to figure that out. We were actually making this as a, it's going to be the soundtrack for, I'm calling it a public service announcement, but it's kind of a short documentary about why we need to drop these charges. And this is the whole impetus of what we're doing right now. We got to get all these charges dropped for these people who should be heroes to um, stand up to this rogue multinational corporation that captured our regulatory process and is ruining the water up north so people don't um, realize it makes me so angry barb with that people don't realize you know between lake superior all the other lakes of minnesota and the boundary waters we have about 15 percent of the world's fresh water supply and yet people want to 
put that in danger with uh, copper nickel mining. This uh, uh, the line three pipeline and the rest, and it's like, don't you realize there's droughts all over the world? Uh, you know, I mean, the whole world's a water crisis. Water is actually the next oil, and that's will be the fights and wars in the coming years sooner than we'd like to think. First of all, I uh, and, and I'll thank you again. I want to thank you personally, Barb, for getting involved with this. Now, tell us, uh, Marion Moore, tell us a little bit about how the words came about. But tell us once again, for somebody who is writing the words, how what was that process? Well, the original um, when the jailer brought us the lyrics words was the seven of us who were in jail together with a lot to do sitting around and just, you know, I, I actually, I, Paul, I didn't know the original words. I, I just know the, these words. And, and then when it, that was last summer, we were arrested on July 19th. So when we were going to do this project and, and Winona said, call Marion, I gave them to her and she took them and she added, she really did a really nice job of, because it's kind of a repetitive song. It could get a little row, row, row your body if you don't yeah. <laughs> don't watch it. But she added some just beautiful nuances and messages. And then David Mellick, who is producing it, uh, we he and I tweaked it just a bit. And it's just, I think it's perfect. It's, and it's truly a grassroots, grassroots effort. Well, and I've known Scotty Bones Miller for 25 or 30 years really watched him come into his own as a uh, songwriter and a performer. You couldn't have had a better keyboard player on this project. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm at the studio now, and uh, we're uh, um, we're going to be uh, mixing it and, and getting it to you. Oh, well, right. I'm well, honored. Well, I'm, I'm honored to give us the chance to give it the worldwide debut. Give my best to everybody there. Barb with, are you still playing? Well, there's not many places to play these days, but what does the Barb with music career look like in 2022? You know, after doing this song, um, something has been revived in me. I've, I've, you know, I dropped out of the full-time playing to go be an author and a workshop facilitator and, so I've been traveling around doing that, but I really are getting into this time in our life, Paul, you know, we're getting, we're getting into this time in our life and I really am going to look at, I'd love to do some recording projects with people like Scotty Miller. Holy smokes. Yeah. I've got some, well, so know, many songs I'd love to. Yeah. Well, you were, you know, when I moved to Minneapolis in 78 and you were around that whole scene with uh, our good friend who I, got turned on Barry Goldberg. There was uh, the DJ, uh, Blueberry Bill Hood, and, Tom, yep. and Paul Strickland. Name a few yep. of those other, bring a few other names out of the dustbin of history to remind Paul oh Metz. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Lonnie, Mark Gattis, Lonnie Knight. Mark Gattis, Lonnie Knight, yes. Kirsten really, Erickson. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't you, I mean, when I got to... Uh, when uh, publicist extraordinary Marty Keller got, got a hold of me about this project, and I knew all the names that were in the old women and the cook, the people like you that are part of this new thing, I was reminded about what a beautiful music community we've shared together over four decades. Oh, absolutely, Paul. And, 
you should have been here when those women were here together. And everybody left <laughs> just kind of verklempt. You know, the women who cook came and took over. When you when you hear these tracks, you'll know exactly what I mean when you when you hear those voices have been singing together for over 40 years. And they came in and they just shaped that that chorus. It sounds like we got the Mormon Tabernacle Choir behind us. And everyone was, you know, Mary Jane reached out later and was like, oh, my gosh, that was so important. And people want to do something about this and the water. People well, want to know well, what to do. So, yeah. And, and, and for, for, you know, thousands of years, whether they get credit or not, women are leading the charge. So I salute and applaud all of you. And uh, yeah. it's so, you know, the Mary Jane Allen, Prudence Johnson, and Geraldine Steele, those names are like part of the DNA musical and psychic fabric of the Minnesota scene and, and yeah. it's more powerful now than ever. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Barb, with, I, I, number one, it's really fun to talk to you again. Are you... Um, are you still in Wisconsin? You know, I'm down in, in Minneapolis for the winter. Uh, so okay. I'm going to be here hanging around, poking around, and uh, and then back up to uh, Madeline Island when the season opens up. Well, that's fantastic. Well, keep me posted about uh, uh, books you've authored, projects you're doing. I want to keep the barb with Paul Metz's bat line. Uh, uh, open again. Yes, and, yay. Uh, it, it's so great to talk to you. Barb, so tell us now uh, the voices in the reconstituted uh, woman who cooks. So who's the voices we're going to be hearing on Down to the River to Pray? Um, I'm actually singing the lead on it. And then um, Mary Jane Alm and Prudence Johnson and Geraldine Steele and Marianne Moore also sang and Winona LaDuke. <laughs> I got oh, wow. to have her, her first uh, recording session experience. That's, with, that's my, that's, that's my personal Mount Rushmore of cool <laughs> and artistic women. Right. Exactly. We're so lucky. <laughs> we are, we uh, had such a pleasure speaking with Marion Moore earlier in the show, and uh, we're now with Barb. With once again, help these uh, women pay their legal fees, help them move to have the state uh, and localities drop the charges. Go to stopline3.org forward slash drop the charges. And now we at the Wall of Power Radio are on AM 950 are really honored to introduce that's blue in the background my dog uh we are proud to give the worldwide debut of the song down to the river to pray by women who cook barb have a great evening and thank you so much for your time you bet Studying any 
Anishinaabe when who protect the wild rice creator show us the way oh sisters let's go down let's go down come on down oh sisters let's go down down in the river to pray gonna go down in the river to pray studying Anishinaabe way and who will kill the black snake now great spirit show us the way oh brothers let's go down let's go shut that pipeline down come on brothers let's go down down in the river to pray gonna go down in the river to pray studying Anishinaabe way and to protect the water now great spirit show us the way oh fathers let's go down let's go shut that pipeline down
Thanks for listening to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. The show was produced by Paul Metza, engineered by Brett Johnson. Our guests tonight were Marion Moore and Barb With. Help these women with their legal fees and help them drop the charges. Go to stopline3.org forward slash drop the charges. I have a new book coming out called Alphabet Jazz, probably out in March. Go to paulmetza.com to track that. And remember, like my dad used to tell me, remember to be kind and make someone happy. The high and the mighty will fall.